0: Do you have questions about the unknown that have never been answered? Tired of going to psychics and wishing you could develop your own intuition? Then, Messages from the Other Side podcast is the answer. Weekly episodes feature psychic medium Simone Salmon, combining her gifts of storytelling and mediumship to narrate real communications with ghosts or angels and interviews with spiritual truth seekers. To get the answers you need, so subscribe on Apple Podcast and Anchor FM or go to www.simonesalmon.com. I'm Psychic Medium Simone, and you're listening to Messages from the Other Side. Welcome to the show, everyone. Thank you for listening in. Today's episode features evidential medium and intuitive, Natalie Hutman. Enjoy. Tell me, my dear Natalie, what kind of vocation did you decide to go into all these years, as opposed to being what you probably most enjoy, which is your psychic mediumship? What is your You know, corporate or regular work that you decided to go into.
1: Actually, um, this is it.
0: Mediumship is. Oh, good. Yes. Okay. Okay. And so, how long have you been doing that? Oh gosh, Um, let's see. I would
1: say, I would say the last maybe ten years, maybe nine years.
0: Okay. All
1: right. Yeah.
0: Were you doing this, like, as a little girl? Did you know that you had psychic abilities or mediumship you know,
1: abilities?
0: How did you decide to do that?
1: Well, you know, it kind of gradually unfolded. It's interesting because when, and I'm just speaking for me, mm-hmm. when you're little, you really don't know what it is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you, you, you kind of get you then get to an age where you realize, you know, not everybody can see or hear or know the things that you do. So, you know, throughout the years, it kind of like amped up, turned down, and not until I think I made some sort of acknowledgement within myself or some kind of subconscious agreement, then it, then it really started to pick up.
0: You know, that's really interesting that you said that because, let me tell you why I'm going to say that. Mm-hmm. In 2013, I just went on this huge spiritual quest. I've always experienced paranormal phenomena throughout my right. life, but I kind of blocked it or like pushed it to the side because right. I was so afraid to talk about it with anyone, yeah. even in my family. Very few people knew the things that I saw or, you know, were, was experiencing. Right. But in 2013, when I started on this spiritual quest, I actually surrendered in my mind and physically yes. surrendered uh-huh. to God. And I said, okay, I'm going to, I'm surrendering to you, yes. whatever it is that you want me to know about this let me know and it just opened up It was the most amazing thing
1: it's humbling right it really is it really is yeah even though you can't kind of make sense of it at that time you're just kind of driven in a direction where you feel like okay I need to do this I need to learn more I need to look into a B and C
0: oh my god yes exactly that's exactly what happened with me yes (laughs) and so
1: even though I mean I'm just speaking for me like even though I might have not have realized in that moment what I was seeking or, or what the final outcome would be. I just knew
0: that I had to kind of search out this path. Yes, exactly. Let me ask you this. Yes. Did you used to go to psychics and mediums when you were younger?
1: Before no. you even
0: started doing that?
1: No. And you know okay. what?
0: I, and it's interesting
1: because I remember hearing about them or reading about them or seeing them, like, on various TV shows, and I thought, what? Like, that – like, and I was so in awe of that, but I never put that label on myself because I thought, oh, no, 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 that's just not me. You mm-hmm. know, I, when you're little or te- I get scary things. So that obviously is not me, but it's not really scary. It's just, you know, misinterpretation. Um, but not until. I kind of acknowledge, and, and you know, I'm going to be honest, I'm not sure, you know, roughly what age, but kind of what going on, what you were saying, not until I realized, oh, that's what that is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then, then the universe just kind of opened up. Yeah. And I think really, like, I think we are hesitant to put that label on ourselves in a way, because...
0: Very because, of
1: course. you know, there's always that self-doubt. Am I good enough? Is that me? No, yes, these people are, you know, whatever. And once you commit to that label, then things start to happen.
0: Well, let me tell you, it, it's been a struggle for me to commit to the label. Yeah, because yeah. even yeah. after I surrendered and all those wonderful, miraculous things started happening to me, um, I was still afraid to even let people know that right. I'm a psychic medium like right, and exactly. I was still af- I was afraid to do readings I was afraid to charge for readings yes. because I'm always wondering and thinking okay are they going to have this negative perception of me? Are they going to think I'm a charlatan? Right. Are they going to think I'm just in this to be making money? It's like this chatter, this mental chatter yeah. about this. And finally, this year, I was just like, you know what, this is who I am. Yeah, I'm getting older. And yes. either I freaking do this now and do what it is that I'm supposed to do and mm-hmm. be happy about it. Or that's it. Like, I'm just going to be miserable for the rest of my life. Right. I don't know. For me, it wasn't so
1: much about what other people thought. Mm -hmm. Um, It was more of a self-confidence issue for me. Mm -hmm. It was Mm -hmm. more like, am I really good enough or am am I representing them properly? Um, Yes.
0: That's another part. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Because I'm so humbled and in awe of the spirit world, and I always want to make sure that you, my left brain gets in the way, and, I, and I'm a perfectionist, so I want to make sure, am I doing this right, am I doing <laughs> Yes! Right? But you know what, at the end, <laughs> but at the end of the day, for me, when I surrender to the spirit world, and I am able to partake in some sort of healing, mm-hmm. Um, then I've done my job and I couldn't be more honored and more humbled by that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, But I really think that self-confidence, I mean, as you know, in this work, there's a huge difference between self-confidence and arrogance. Yes, Mm -hmm. and arrogance. Mm -hmm. Um, So, for me, self-confidence was just about trust. Mm -hmm. And the more I trusted, the more um things started to unravel or Mm -hmm. unfold i should say
0: yeah yeah and i think a lot of it too is getting your ego out of the way you and i i think met at lee's right at yes yeah and we'll talk about that too and i in the beginning she now she doesn't but in the beginning when she she used to go through that whole ritual of asking your guides to come in and pushing your ego out of the way and for me that was really soothing and Um, really helped me to get clear information from the spirit world. Because once I pushed them out, pushed my ego out the way, I was able to actually listen instead of worrying about what other people are thinking, instead of worrying about whether or not I'm going to give, because I have the same problem. Am I like saying what it is that they want me to say? Am I interpreting this correctly and not making my logical mind step in and interfere with the message was a big thing and right. that's i kind of learned that from her lee was yes. instrumental in, yeah. a, in opening up a lot of my clairs and opening up just me unfolding into mediumship right. did, did you get did you get that from her also
1: yes um you know the first <laughs> i laugh because the first time i met her it wasn't she was in a different location and I was terrified. I had no idea what I was walking into. Um, Me too. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and I was thinking, oh, my gosh, what did I sign up for? You know, maybe I shouldn't be here. It was this whole brand new world and experience. And I literally was terrified. And which,
0: which I just. class did you take with her first?
1: Oh, my gosh. You know what? I don't even remember. I'm going to okay. say this was. I'm kind of going to recant my, my first answer. Maybe it wasn't 10 years ago. Maybe the first time I took a course with her, I'm going to say it was a good eight years.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she wasn't even
1: in that location that she's in now. But you know what? I went and then at the time when you, I don't know if she still does this, but at the time I took this day workshop and then she said, okay, now you can come to circle for two times or whatever. hmm And so I drove all the way up there and I'm sitting there and I'm sweating and I'm just like, (laughs) like, like, what, what is this? But you know what I'm going to say without her guiding me or reinforcing or believing in me,
0: I would not be, I would not be here. Yes. I completely agree. And shout out to Lee Van Zyl. Yes. Psychic (laughs) School. Yes. Yes. Where some of the best mediums actually go to Lee and take, so many of her courses. Yeah. But yes, I completely agree. It was Lee and I had the same experience. I took, the first class I took with her was accelerated psychic development. Okay. And I remember I found her online because I'm like, I have to take some courses. I need to figure out whether or not this is real. And I found him like, okay, I used to live upstate New York. And so, and she was in Rutherford, New Jersey. So it was a big trek for me, but I didn't care. I just needed to know. Yeah. And, I got there, and it was the same experience. I was, like, completely, like, scared. I'm like, what the hell am I doing here? What is going to happen? Are they going to, like, hypnotize me? Right. (laughs) Right. And Lee will tell you. I mean,
1: she said this to me, I think, the last time I I saw her. Lee will tell you. I started crying. (laughs) And she laughs. And she's like, remember when you started crying? I was like, yes. But... (laughs) And now, like I laugh about it, but unless listen, because let's be honest, like at the, it's not TV, right? So you have no idea what's going on with you,
0: right? Exactly. I mean,
1: you have no idea. So yes, I'm, I'm very thankful that, and I don't even know how I discovered her. I I really don't, but really, and I'm, I'm grateful. And you know, and I think for seven years, I think six or seven years, I sat. In, In that circle?
0: circle, yeah. Wow, I don't think I did it that long. I did it, I think, for two years. Then I was like, okay, I'm ready, and I left. And then I, you know, I went out there and I got scared. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I don't think I'm ready. Yeah. And then it took another year. And then I'm like, okay, I'll do some galleries. Let me try to do some galleries. Right. And of course, you know, the first one is like sucked and <laughs> everything yeah. that could go wrong goes wrong. Yeah. Like, oh, let me go back to circle. <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> that's exactly what I did. I'm
1: like, oh my god, I have to go back to circle. Yeah. <laughs> I need my blanket. I need my. I need my. I need my security blanket. But you know what? I will say, and I mean, just to clarify, it wasn't. There were maybe like four or five years that I sat, you know, consistently there. Right. But mm-hmm. I haven't, you know, I haven't been. I mean, I haven't been there because a. You know, it, I'm kind of off doing other things. And yeah, the, yeah. And the, and the amazing thing about Lee is that she'll always allow you to come back.
0: Always. I'm telling you, I just went back recently. I yeah. just went back recently because I felt like my connection to spirit was going away. And I don't okay. know if you've ever felt that. Um, I yeah. started to do my reading, started to become more psychic. And I knew it. I knew the difference. Like, I, li- I, I don't even know how I knew the difference, but I did. But, but I knew that I wasn't holding on to my connection to the spirit world anymore. And I was just reading the person. I was actually right. just reading the person as opposed to getting information from above. So right. I had to go back. I was like, okay. I, and I told me, I said, I need to come back. I, I think I'm losing it. I, I don't think I have it anymore. And I went back. And thank goodness I went back. And it's a completely different circle. Mm-hmm. New people. It's bigger. It's in a, a bigger space. Yes, you got a bigger nice. room. Oh my gosh, it's, I'm, I'm so happy that I did. We'll be right back after the break. Have you ever felt like you were losing your connection to spirit?
1: Yes, and for me, I, kn- I mean, this is just for, for the way I work. And I know when that happens, I'm not properly aligned, mm-hmm. and I, meaning I'm not working on their vibration. hmm hmm um and just like that you said i know when i'm working psychically and mediumistically for me mediumistically just within myself i'm it's just a completely different feeling and yes. it's just working on a higher vibration mm-hmm. but w- what i found is um and i still get nervous before i i do readings or public work or what have you but i found that for me i always have to say I completely trust you and I surrender. And then they do their work.
0: Mm, I'm going to try that. I think I used to do that in the beginning and I stopped. Oh, my goodness. You just, you just reminded me of that. Yeah.
1: I and mean, it's not about us at all. It's not.
0: No, but I used to say that same exa- those same exact words. I yeah. surrender. Yeah. Let me just speak through me, use me as your vessel. Mm-hmm. And I stopped I stopped saying that. Okay. I actually stopped saying that. Wow, see? I knew you yeah. we were supposed to talk today for yeah. some reason. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's, but
1: that's just me. I know when I'm not properly attuned, I will give psychic information.
0: Yeah. I started doing that and I, I knew it because I wasn't getting any information about the person in spirit. You know, yeah. I wasn't like I wasn't I knew I wasn't connected to the person. I was just giving information. It's very easy for me to read someone's energy like I can I can actually and I don't know if you're able to do this, too. And I forget what it's called, um, where you can actually if you're on a phone, the phone with someone and you're doing a psychic reading, but you mm-hmm. can actually see where they are. You can see their surroundings, what they oh, have on remote viewing. I do that a lot.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. You can help me find my earring.
0: (laughs) 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 But yes, I, when I started, so I started to do that more, you know, I, I kept, and, and then I would tap into the person's energy because psychically, and I think everyone needs to understand, we are all psychic. We all have psychic abilities. Right. It's just whether or not we choose to use them. You know, exactly. that's what you and I are talking about. Like, for a long time, we just kind of put them to the side and we're afraid to right. open up ourselves. to it. So anyone right. can psychically, read, you know, read someone's energy. Which one of your Claire's do you work with the most? Claire Sentience. Ah, okay. Have you ever... As you were growing up, were you ever able to see ghosts or angels or even now? Were you ever able to physically see them? Yes. So tell me about one of those experiences.
1: Oh, gosh. Um, oh, let's see. <clears throat> but it's interesting because even though I saw particular th- things where I'm gonna say things or people I didn't realize or put what the they language, were yeah mm-hmm. what they were so, you know what and i and I haven't thought about this in a long time and you'll understand this but I remember maybe I was four or five I was outside at my grandmother's house and I'm climbing this tree and I'm picking these yellow cherries off of it and then all of a sudden I saw and I can't really, it was almost like a prism, but I'm going to say it was the size of maybe a beach ball, and it kept swirling and swirling like a little tornado, right? Mm -hmm. And I remember looking at it, and I got so scared, but I just, I don't know how my little four-year-old or five-year-old mind put the connection to, oh, that's the neighbor that just died this week. Wow. But I just remember having that thought of, Should I be scared? And then making the connection or knowing that her neighbor just passed away. Mm. And then I took off and I ran into the house. Now, I know that's not, like, physically um, being able to see a
0: real, you know, a solid form. It is the same thing, though. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I just remember that was one of the first memories that I have, seeing this, like, prism just swirling in this energy. and, And I just made the connection with the neighbor and I got scared and ran to the house. And I still think about that. And I don't even know if that was the case, but I just remember my mind making that connection.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I talk about ghost stories. So it's always interesting for me to hear other people's stories of connecting or seeing or being visited by spectral beings. I like to ask that question basically because yeah. I like yeah. to hear, you know, it for me, I, I don't know. I just think it's the mm-hmm. most wonderful exciting and unique thing to be able to to see or hear right people that are not physically in this world anymore. I, I think it's just the I don't know, the most amazing
1: right. feeling.
0: And I always get after I um do a reading with some it's like I'm on a high. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, your adrenaline system, you know, is an overdrive. Your
1: endocrine system is um, speeded up. You're just working at a completely different vibration. Mm -hmm. Even biochemistry-wise, you are. Definitely. Did
0: you, or do you still, ever have to use cards or crystals or anything like that to assist you with your readings?
1: No. And, And I say that because, you know, people will come to me once in a while and say, you know, I want cards read, and I'll do it. I mean, I love it, I, and I have no problem with it. But for me, when I've used them psychically, and this, again, this is my own just personal experience, everybody reads differently, but for me personally, I just found they're a tool to kind of kickstart your intuitive ability. hmm But I've never, ever used some sort of tool to call in spirit. Can you? Absolutely. I mean, there have been times where, like, if you're doing psychometry and you're doing some sort of psychic energy reading, um, yeah, you can kind of shift gears and bring spirit in that way. But for me, I've just used um, cards
0: intuitively. Okay. I was on, I'm still on, actually. I'm on this kick where I'm trying to learn the tarot and Lenormand, and I don't connect to the tarot at all. Right. And I, it started because when I started losing my connection to spirit, I started having to use the crystals, right? Because I'm like holding onto the crystal, trying to mm-hmm. get that connection. And then it went to automatic writing. Right. And so I started doing automatic writing and I then I'm like, okay, that. let me try it. Yeah. It's like, I have to try You Have you ever done <laughs> automatic writing? Yes. I love it. To be quite honest. I do. I do. I think, I think it gets you into a zone Where you actually block out everything else and then you're just, it's like, it's, you're just channeling whatever comes through.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Yeah, so I like the automatic writing. But then I was just like, okay, I need to, I need to figure out how tarot readers do this. Like, I want to know what it is that they're doing, you know, when they are actually connecting to the tarot. But I find that I cannot connect to the cards. I, For some reason, I have some sort of mental block on remembering what they mean. Really great professional tarot reader like they know exactly whatever freaking card means and they Mm -hmm. see all the little things you know the little pictures and designs and they can tell you I'm I'm like what the hell I can't do it but that's interesting
1: (laughs) but that's interesting though because then I would say to you okay so you're actually reading the cards are you even connecting on an intuitive level that's the thing I'm not
0: because my mind is just focused on the card itself right You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, then I, this doesn't work for me. It doesn't, because I'm not, I'm not connecting psychically. I'm not even connecting. I'm not connecting at all. I'm just looking at the card itself. I always want to overcome something that I can't do. That's just my, my mental logical self. You know, it's like, okay, you can do this. Definitely keep trying at it. The little Norman, I think I connect to a little bit better because they're easier to understand. It's more like literal um, but again, even when I'm doing that, I myself am not connected intuitively to it. Right. I'm just shut off from my intuition. Like I'm not intuitively looking at the cards and telling you what I feel. So I don't know if it's going to take practice or not. But anyway, we have diverged from our conversation. <laughs> so tell me about the worst reading that you've ever had. That you've ever done, actually. <laughs> not that you've ever had, but that you've ever done.
1: Um, there's been, I'm going to say maybe four or five times where I just, I could not connect for that person at all.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I just could not connect. And, and I remember sitting there and then I start to panic. I started sweating. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is the worst experience. Because then you're right. Then you start to think like, they think I'm horrible. They must think I'm a
0: charlatan. Exactly.
1: And then all of a sudden, like you just, literally blank and honestly that that's happened maybe four or five times and i've and i've always been very upfront and i've always said listen i'm very sorry i wish i could tell you an explanation why but i am not the medium for you yeah. and i yeah. refer them to other people and i say i'm not sure why i'm having a difficult time but i'm just going to be honest with you and i never want to pass psychic information off
0: as medium mm-hmm. yes
1: so mm-hmm. I know that's happened um four or five times. I had <laughs> I have done a, a gallery where it was the biggest hot mess you would ever want to see.
0: <laughs> Trust me. I know, and I the, know how you feel. About the, that. the people were like, what the what what? <laughs> no. Well, let's tell everybody what a gallery is Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a gallery
1: or, or a demonstration slash dem, whatever you want to call it, is when you bring in spirits for a small group, a large group of people, and you do one right after another, for meaning spirit, um, mm-hmm. for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the audience or sitters um, will sit there and Raise their hand or verbalize if they're understanding and then once you make that connection you read for them for a good maybe Five to seven eight minutes, and then you quickly move on to other people
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, tell us what what went wrong? Oh
1: It was was just misfire after misfire after misfire and I am not gonna lie. I was traumatized for a, and I, you know what, a very I, don't think, long time.
0: I don't think people understand how traumatic it is for the medium or psychic giving mm-hmm. the reading to be in that kind of situation. Like, you don't want to do it after that. Like, you, right. really, you <clears throat> literally get turned off and you're like, this is not for me. I shouldn't do this. Absolutely. And people don't understand. I don't think a lot of people who come for readings Understand? They're just looking to get their reading, and that's it. But right. mediums are hardest. We are hardest on ourselves because Absolutely. we want to make sure that we're delivering like true, real healing messages to the person exactly. that we're reading for. But continue. Yes. No. So, no. Everything. I was
1: just gonna say I was traumatized for. I don't even. I think I like blocked it out. I oh think so. I'm like meaning like the time I didn't work after that and. Yeah. Eventually, you have no choice but to pick yourself back up, and it's extremely scary. I mean, with any public speaking, um, if you're not comfortable with it, it, you're putting yourself out there to be judged. Let's face it. Yes, yes. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, you have to learn rather quickly to have a thick skin. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because if not, I would have not ever worked again, because I remember being so traumatized and upset with myself. Um, That I I didn't work for maybe I'm making I mean, like a month or so, but eventually mm. you have to. You have to get
0: back up because your calling is mm-hmm. bigger is bigger than that. It just gnaws at you. Yeah, and no matter what you you try to turn your back on it, and it just <laughs> keeps pulling you back in. I know. <laughs> so
1: and you know, and I did, and I'm I'm grateful, but um, yeah. Woo. <laughs> I can still I can still picture that day. Yeah,
0: (laughs) listen, I get it. I, I, my first, when I tried to be a gallery, I did a a Facebook event and, um, invited and you know, a lot of people responded to the event. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be amazing. Like all these people responded. I'm going to have this great gallery girl, two people showed up Mm -hmm. and on top of it, this whole situation with my son was occurring He had not, he had gone out with his friends and had not come back home that evening and never called. And Mm. that wasn't the type of individual that he is. Like, he would always let me know if he's not coming home, whatever. So instinctively, I'm panicking now inside because it's now afternoon and I have not heard from him. And I find out later that he was arrested for trespassing in the subway. Basically, what he did was he crossed over... Um, you know, the orange things that they yeah. put up when they're, he went and crossed over that thing to go pick something off of a wall or read something on the wall. And the police arrested him. Oh. And so this is happening on the day I'm giving my gallery. Right, <laughs> and, right. You know, this is like a good kid, a kid that's never been. And the fact, the thing is that when I'm at the gallery, I get this vision of him in, in jail. Uh-huh. And I'm like, no, that can't be because Jordan's a really good kid. He would never, like nothing like that could ever happen with Jordan, never. Like last thing I would expect. But it kept, I kept seeing him in jail and I'm just like, oh my God. So now I'm panicking because I'm like, okay, is this real? What I'm seeing? Is he in jail? So I reach out to my sister and she starts looking for him and I start this two-person gallery. <laughs> and... Yeah, right? <laughs> They're probably
1: sitting there expecting like <laughs> message after message after message, and you're just
0: like, I, I can't, doesn't work like exactly. that. Exactly. The the you know the and what what Lee taught what Lee taught was if you're having a bad day, don't give a reading. Right. right? This happens, and I say to the person that is hosting me at their location, I said I can't do this. That you know I I am distracted with my son. Something is going on, and I mm-hmm. and she says, well you know, you you have to do this. You can't disappoint people. They've already paid. I never worked with that person again, by the way, because as a spiritual person, she should have known, okay, you know what, let's reschedule this. But I said, okay, I'm not going to get into this with her, but I'm going to do the readings. And I did. And I was able to get some really good readings for the two people that were there. Like, one gave me this fantastic testimonial and the other one booked me for a lot of um, parties, psychic parties. Fantastic. So it, it it worked out in the end, you know, but still, it's like, <laughs> that was one of yeah. the worst experiences that I ever had, as yeah. far as galleries, but it turned me off, because then I'm like, okay, maybe I'm not supposed to do it, you know. Yeah. And I just I said, okay, let me just I have to I think it took me a month to a month or two. And then I just put myself out there again, I'm just like, I'm going to do it, you know, yeah, just get over it and, and do it. And move forward but uh, girl i completely understand
1: (laughs) right 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 you know and i've had people um you know hecklers i've had that whole that whole thing and you know over time you just kind of learn listen spirit knows who they want to talk to at the end of the day they really Mm do spirit knows how you work they know what they need to say and so the minute that we let the distractions of the two people, me making a hot mess out of the gallery or hecklers, <laughs> once we, you know, stop paying attention to that, they yes. get
0: through. Yeah. But definitely. it's a discipline. It, you know, it's a discipline. It's hard. It's hard. It's so hard. It's harder than going to school. Yes. When I went to school. <laughs> yes. But once once you are in it, once you're flowing, oh, um, my goodness. There's nothing the like it. <gasps> nothing it's like the best it. freaking feeling ever, yeah. ever, 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 yes. Now, you studied at Arthur Finley, didn't you? Didn't yeah. you take some
1: courses I there? I I've been there, I want to say, mm, I want to say five times. No, I'm lying. Uh, four. I've been there four times. Oh, my goodness. Um, yes. Yeah, so it's. Mm-hmm. It's a game changer. Mm. It's uh, it's an amazing, humbling experience. And, you know, you go and you meet amazing people and the tutors are phenomenal and, like, the, the atmosphere and the energy is so condensed. But, you know, you'll go and it will change your life, I'm telling you. But then you'll come back and people will say, oh, how was the course? And you'll just say, fine, fine. <laughs> Be- because you can't... <laughs> you cannot vocal you cannot verbalize really what happens there within yourself it's more of a personal journey and it's not so much about working with spirit it's i always found for me it was more of an emotional personal journey Mm -hmm. and it's difficult to explain but you'll see once you go Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you'll have to let me know give me feedback (laughs) your experience but i will say
0: it's um it's uh, it's life-changing did you find that there was a difference in the way Americans, American mediums work and English mediums? Absolutely. Is there a difference? Absolutely. What, you, what, are, what would you say um, are two I, of the biggest differences that you noticed? Um,
1: well, I, the first time I went there, I was basically, it, they kind of um, took apart everything that I did and built it back up.
0: Really?
1: Um, yes. Um, so and I will say like the, the English or the British mediums will say um, ev- everything is evidence-based. Everything is evidence. Ev- it's not so much the messages. Because, and I say this because if you are able to build up so much detail and so much evidence, the message comes through mm-hmm. in that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Whereas, where our Americans, they just want to hear. A, B, and C. They they want to hear message, message, message. They want to know, and and, I'm, and, and I want to say, and this is just my own personal perspective. I want to say Americans want that message of what am I going to do? What
0: happened? Yes. Does that make sense? Yes yes, I completely agree. And for me, the messages part of it, sometimes I am unable to understand what the message is. Mm -hmm. If you're just looking for a message, but I can tell you, like you said, I can give you evidence of the person. I can tell you how this person felt, what they, you know, what kind of personality they had, what kind of job Mm -hmm. they had, how they passed, like all those things. And then, like you said, like, as you're giving that evidence, like usually the message comes through. But if you're just looking for, well, I came here because of a specific reason. Right. What is it? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. And, and, from, and listen, I'm going to be honest. Like I've tried both ways of working and I resonate more with the English version. I'm not. Yeah. I really do because that's the way that for me, how I work is I build up spirit. And then my goal is. To have you have a moment with that person in spirit, to sit mm-hmm. with them, and for me to be able to say their words, and if you don't leave feeling that your mom or your family, friend, loved one was there with you, then I have not done my job. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Because That think, is perfect. Yeah, think about it.
1: Say, and I'm making this up. Say, your mother is in spirit, and I start giving you a checklist: age, what she looked like, and you say, "No, Natalie, Natalie, that's my mom. I know th- this information. I want substance."
0: Yeah.
1: What is? Completely think? agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's how I work, and I- I'm just
0: grateful and honored to do that with them. Oh my goodness. Well, my dear Natalie, this has been. A fantastic conversation with you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh my I, goodness, I had the best fun. I had the best you. time ever speaking with you. I thank, thank you thank so you. much. Let yeah. people let everyone know how they can get in contact with you and if they need a reading from you. Where can they find you? Well, my
1: website is Natalie and my Facebook page, which you can always contact me through there via Messenger or my email is Natalie Medium on Facebook, and my Instagram is ndmedium, and you can always contact me there as well.
0: Thank you, my dear. I so appreciate you taking time to just give me some of your loving energy. Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh,
1: you're very welcome. Kisses and the best of luck and success for you. Thank you. You as well.
0: Thanks for listening in. Do remember to stop by so you can hear next week's episode. I look forward to hearing from you, your voice messages, and your emails. Thanks again. This is Psychic Medium Simone, and you've been listening to Messages from the Other Side.